Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. You're right. Yes, I'm good. Uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a weird week. I feel for the first time, and I say this with trepidation, but I feel like there's some hope. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe 11th is like potential lockdown, sort of like rising, raising of sort of the restrictions. There's lots of countries who are starting to think about it, and it, it feels like it might be in the future a bit positive. Am I wrong to say that? Do, do you feel any hope? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I don't want to get my hopes up, if you know what mm. I mean. I'm yeah. I'm kind of skeptical still about everything going back to normal. I think it's going to be a oh. while. But um, uh, yeah. I think I think those climbing walls that everybody has built will be in use for quite some time. Yes, I, so I, I think agree with you. That should be the the aim is to build a climbing wall <laughs> in your room. Build it off the side of your of, of your uh, building. Of of my of my building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon you could do. Yeah, it. Yeah. Well, like I a... mean, I've abseiled off it, so you know, next step is is climbing wall, surely. Yeah, exactly. If you, yeah. I'm sure, like, if Easy. you just talk to the neighbours, like, yeah. I just, I just want to point. Look, look at this. Look, I've I've upgraded my setup. Look, I've got an office swingy chair. Very good. How's your How's your back? I bet your back's loving you. It's better. I'm enjoying working more. I mean, you know, as, mu as much as you can enjoy working, I feel comfortable and supported by my chair. Excellent. Also by Epic TV. <laughs> of course, of course. Right. So, so what we we've got we've got a bit of news, but we've been doing challenges on the show. So, I, I I kind of I thought of a challenge, which might be a bit difficult. Okay. So what I was thinking of is is. So 9A grade, right? Historic grade. 8C, historic grade. But I don't really know a huge amount about the sort of first ascents and what is the first 9A, what is the first 8C, where they are, who did it, if there's any controversy. You know, I think there's quite a lot of information around those subjects that I know very little about. So do you reckon we could find out about that? I think that's a wonderful idea, Matthew. <laughs> I like Matthew. Only you and my mum and a few people call me that. It's Nice. The special people. The special people, of course. Um, can I do? Can I do the night? Can I do the research on the nine A? The sport climbs. Yeah, no worries. I am quite happy getting my nips into a into a pebble, some pebble pebble bashing. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So you research pebble bashing. I'll research uh, rope smashing, and I'll see you in uh, about an hour. Sounds delectable. All right. All right. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. One hour later. Okay, so uh, I've done the research. I'm good. I'm ready to reveal the knowledge to you. And it's going to be some in-depth knowledge, I tell you. This is... Um, but there is a little bit of news news news, uh, actual climbing news. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm kicking off with IFSC. So uh, we know it's like this process where they're reviewing it a lot. There's a sort of a 60-day period where they're meant to let the athletes know. But they've rescheduled the European Championships. So it was meant to be in March in Moscow, Russia. Uh, and there's two places, Olympic places being given away. It's now been rescheduled till October. I think it's quite good news that, because at least they're sort of planning ahead. They're not just saying, oh, we'll wait and see. There is a date. Don't hold your breath, but at least there is a date at the moment, which is exciting news. Yeah, very much so. And it's in Moscow still, which is equally as difficult to get to as Moscow. <laughs> Especially with the travel restrictions, we'll see. Maybe we'll just like walk. Be a pilgrimage to Moscow. We can start now. We probably have to start right mm. now. Uh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll get going. I'll see you in a bit. Bye. Any months later. What happened with your chat with Charlie Bosco the other day? I missed it. Did he um, enlighten anything at all? 
A little bit. I mean, there's a lot of things that we kind of knew. It was it was interesting talking to him about how just because he's obviously very within that system and it's they just don't know day to day. You know, that's he, he's finding it very hard to plan exactly when the IFSCs will happen within his calendar. Um, but, you know, he, he's keeping he's keeping positive and all that. And the athletes keeping positive. Um, it's just a wait and see game. I yeah, think at this point. Fair enough. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. No, all right. exactly. Have you got any uh, climbing climbing news? Yeah, so it's been kicking off in Sweden. Uh, so Matilda Soderlund has made an ascent of her first 8B boulder, Armstrong Assis in Nockerberg, outside of Stockholm. Uh, so Matilda Soderlund, uh, she's climbed a 9A last fall. She's on a roll at the moment. She's climbing lots of stuff. She's climbed an 8A plus uh, last week, so she's doing really well. And then Stefan Wolf. Uh, who is a Swedish man from the west coast of Sweden, has made the, done the first ascent of The Way of the Postman, which is a fantastic name, uh, <laughs> an HC in Kungsham on the west coast of Sweden. I looked up at this place and it is like, like it's like a boating uh, like village uh, in on the west coast of Sweden. It looks like amazing. It looks like the place I want to go. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been deep into uh, Vikings at the moment during this quarantine period, so I, I feel like I am part Viking now. So that coast of Sweden boating, I'm down. Let's go. Yeah. I'll bring my long long sword, my axe. Bring your long sword. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the the 49 year old has been projecting the route for two years, uh, and it yeah, it looks an amazing place. And then what, one last one is that Moritz Welts, uh, who's a German man or 18 year old adolescent man, or how, mm. yeah, he's a, he's a man. Uh, he has done Black Label in Frankenjura. Um, originally graded 9A, Moritz has downgraded it to 80 plus. We spoke about Frankenjura last week. They're still climbing in Frankenjura. Uh, yes. They're social distancing, so belaying uh, is tricky. But um, <laughs> they, are, they are still climbing there uh, and being very sensible, I imagine, and Moritz Welts has been downgrading roots, Moritz, you naughty little man. He's a very naughty boy! I got two bouldering HCs, one from firm favourite Chris Doff Rauch. Uh, he's climbed an HC boulder called Total Blackout in Zillatal. Um, and what's crazy about Christoph is he's, he's a, he works full time. He is not a sort of pro in quotation marks athlete. You know, he's, he's, he's of the standard, obviously, but he's got full full jobs. So it's incredible that he manages to train, fit everything in and still climb 8C. Crazy, what, crazy, What does he crazy. do? I don't know. I tried to find this out. It just everyone's just saying, oh, he's got a full time job. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, in my head, he's a plumber and I don't know why. There's no reason for that. I just I, Christoph is a plumber in my head. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, my second 8C boulder, sorry, Christoph, I'm sure you're not a plumber, um, uh, is uh, Adam Ondra. He's ticked a boulder called Iceberg. Uh, this was first climbed by Martin Stranick, uh, and it's near where Adam is, because Adam is pretty adamant in interviews I've read of staying sort of close to home, even when the lockdown finishes. I think he's really wanting to sort of like not spread it, not travel as much. So this is a, a little bouldering crag near him. 8C, nice one, Adam. Killing it. Well done, Adam. Yeah. Still got it. He's still got it. Uh, that's it. That's all the news I've got. Okay. That's good. Well, it's not that much news. It's kind of like becoming... There's there's a bit more news coming through, isn't there? Like, yeah. slowly yeah. but surely, news is filtering through. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what you said before, it's, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I don't want to get my hopes up. 11th of May, I'm pretty sure it's going to be quite staggered in France. 
uh, mm. the rest of the world, like UK, I think they're a bit behind us, so they'll be coming up. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. We don't know. But anyway, let's let's yeah. let's let's not focus on that. Let's focus on some history. Yes. How do you want to do this? You want to go first, or should I go well, first? Considering we were just talking about AC boulders, I feel like maybe we should uh, we should we should cover the bouldering aspect. Now, awesome. Because I'd have known nothing about this. I'm so excited to hear what you've done. This well, is, this I, I don't know about you, but I I I thought I'd go a little bit deeper. Hmm. I went really I went really deep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I went. I kind of did a bit of a history of bouldering because I didn't wow. really know what it, where it was, and where it was founded. Now this is a very abbreviated version, but this is an, yeah. a version nonetheless. Um, so, a quick history of bouldering. Bouldering was essentially uh, discovered in Fontainebleau in France as a way of tra training for the mountains by a group of climbers called the Bleusards, uh, who were first. Uh, th th this crew basically kind of started around in the 1930s and they were the first crew to do it but then they were also the first crew to like look at climbing and Fontainebleau in its own right and they would start they started working the problems there um, and so from the 30s to 50s from the 30s they were climbing V0s by the 50s they were climbing V5s um, if we then uh, go over to the development of uh, bouldering went over to America, America where obviously uh, things got pushed a bit further. John Gill, who's quite a famous uh, figure in bouldering, in the 1950s, he was a former gymnast. He started taking it super seriously. He was one of the first uh, boulders, essential, just he just did bouldering, didn't do anything else. Um, and he was, interestingly, was the first man to introduce the use of chalk into bouldering, which is obviously okay. done like by everyone these days. Well, not everyone. There's a few weird people that don't do it. Uh, and he pushed grades up to the kind of V9, V10 in the 60s. And then huge development took place in Waco tanks in the 80s. Uh, and the V grade system to, uh, to come alongside the Fontainebleau system was um, founded by John Sherman. Uh, now, I, the reason I bring up John Sherman is because there's an actual video about the Waco tanks on Epic TV at the moment featuring the very John Sherman. Um, so I think you're going to watch that. I'll mention it later on, but it's a good link. Um, so basically John Sherman introduced the V system in the 80s um, and this kind of takes us to the 90s and that's when it just exploded and like people started climbing super hard routes and it's also um, the decade where a diminutive, diminutive climber from Switzerland, Mr. Fred Nicole, started making a name for himself. Fred Nicole uh, established the, first, the world's first AB in 92 the world's first 8B plus in 96, and in 2000, he claimed that he'd found the world's first 8C, which was Dreamtime, the line Dreamtime on the Dreamtime boulder in Cresciano in Switzerland. Now, this didn't last so long because in 2002, Mr. Dave Graham came along and repeated it and found a heel hook at the starting kind of opening sequence of the boulder and downgraded it to 8B plus. Oh. Um, so Dave. Yeah, Dave, Dave the downgrader Dave. Was, <laughs> was not a very popular man. Um, but he, um, he downgraded to 8B plus. And so essentially Dreamtime became the first unconfirmed 8C because a sense afterwards by such climbers as Krishama, Adam Ondra, um, 
a whole host of others basically all all basically confirmed it as AB, AB plus um, Jan Hoyer uh, and maybe Christian Kaur uh, were the only two that confirmed the 8C so it, it's it's kind of thought of now as an 8B plus so it was left to Dave Graham in uh, 2005 to establish um, the story of two worlds, which was climbed on the other side of the Dreamtime boulder than Dreamtime. Um, and that was given the grade by Dave Graham in 2005 of 8C and is confirmed. It's a confirmed okay. 8C boulder. Okay. So essentially what I'm saying is Dave Graham basically has it even though Fred Nicole, the pioneer, did the first 8B, the first 8B+, did the first 8C, but it's kind of an 8B+. Do you, I'd hate to bring, you know, like controversy into this, but do you think Dave Graham deliberately downgraded that 8C so he could be the first 8C? I mean, I've met Dave Graham a couple of times. He, yep. uh, he doesn't strike me as a type of guy that would do that, but for controversy's sake, I would see. I would say yes. Yeah, it's, it's the ones you don't expect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're, they're the they're the dodgy ones. So Dave, Dave, and then I imagine. I mean, I'm not. This is unconfirmed. Rather like the AC uh, of mm. Dreamtime, uh, but I imagine there were fisticuffs. Unconfirmed. Yes, that's, unconfirmed. That, well, I actually heard from from a very reliable source that there was a full-on fight. And knowing Fred Nicole like we do, and knowing Dave Graham like we do, they are. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're um, they're combative who, people. <laughs> who would win, if you had to put money right now? I know who my money's on, but who would win that fight? I think Fred McCall. Fred McCall would take. I him. think Fred McCall would destroy him. That man's hands are like fists. And he's you know just, what I mean? He's, he's just... like, he, he's 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 a lot less like a kind of traditional uh, boulder. I'd say. Like, I I think of them more as like mm. kind of thin and long. He's like, yeah. He's pretty stocky. He is, yeah, and he's. I like, you I can like tell. That. He, I like that too. I think I think I think stocky is good, especially with boulders. Uh, we met him last year. In fact, he's featuring on Climbing Daily on Friday. But um, he's yep. he's quite a scary man. I don't know what it is. I think it's his aura. But as you said, he's strong. He's stocky, and he's got this sort of very. He's got a presence about him. You know. I also want think one thing to take out of that also is that Dave Dave, uh, Dave Graham is slightly ageless. Like I see Dave True. Graham these days, and I see like a thirty-two-year-old guy. He's mm -hmm. not. He's I think he's in his forties now. Is he? Yeah, he's he, he's like he's. I think he's about the same age as Chris Sharma. Oh God, yeah, yeah. he's ageless. He doesn't he, look it. He's 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 a very well-aged man, I would say. <laughs> I love how this has become a, a Dave Graham sort of. No, but chat also the other thing, the other thing that, to, to notice about that is that he, like Dave Graham would have been super young at that point. He must have just come okay. on the scene and just absolutely killed it. Do you not know reckon? Yeah. Like yeah. he yeah, yeah. like comes along and he downgrades like. Fred Nicole, who's like the best climb, the best boulder in the world, downgrades his route to AB plus, and then just goes and, goes and smacks on a, an eight C, and then says, "Yes, right, first ascent, I've done an eight C." Yeah, like that takes balls, right? Yeah, absolutely. You forget about Abam because that was twenty years ago. Like I see him now as a legend, but I didn't know, I didn't know that. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. No, and that adds to his legendary status, I would say. It does indeed. That's it. That's my eight C story. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like I that? honestly thought I, I thought it would be in font. I had like in my head, I, I knew it would be in font. So that's really cool. There's there's not. That's good. Yeah, no, it's cool, eh? I like it, uh, mm. and I, I like reading up about like that kind of stuff. That in that I like history of climbing. Super interesting. Yeah, no, for sure.
Right, so 9A wise, and this is this is a bit tricky, okay? Um, mm -hmm. And the reason it's a bit tricky is because there is two potential 9As. Uh, we have Action Direct, which is uh, in the Franken Europe in Germany, and I know, how do you say it? Is it Action Direct, Action? Action, I never know. Action Direct, yeah. Action, action Direct, direct. Got, so Action Direct in Franken Europe in Germany, and then Hubble at Raventor yeah, near Sheffield in the UK. So Action Direct is considered to be the first 9A. Uh, that was climbed in 1991 by Wolfgang Gulick. Hubble was originally graded 8C+, climbed by Ben Moon, 1990, okay? Now, the reason this is interesting is because obviously that Hubble thing came first, 1990, one year before, but at the time it was considered to be 8C+. Now, the thinking is that it's probably 9A. However, the grade hasn't sort of officially been confirmed, but if it is 9A, then obviously Hubble is the first 9A. Uh, if not, then Action Direct is the first 9A. But generally, Action Direct is considered the first 9A. Um, there's the, the, what I find super interesting about both these climbs is the similarities in style. They're both fairly short. Uh, Hubble is 10 meters. Action Direct is 15 meters. And there's a really specific crux on both those climbs. So Action Direct, there's that move that everyone has seen, especially if you've seen uh, that uh, Alex Magos film, which is the dyno, the two finger or the mono dyno out uh, on the crazy 45 degree overhang. That's sort of the crux of that route. Crux of Hubble is this sort of undercling pinch thing. Um, and Hubble only really has about three or four actual moves in it, but they're about font 8B plus, nails hard, and then the climbing above that is also difficult. It's not like it's over at that point. So they're both similar in styles, both have a bouldery sequence in there. Um, but what's fascinating for me is the repeats, when you start to look at how many people have climbed them. So Action Direct has roundabout, and you know we've discussed the controversy with Action Direct before with Mr. Saeed, but roundabout 20 uh, repeats on Action Direct. Yeah. Whereas Hubble has only had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So Ben Moon, John Gaskins, Steve Dunning, Richard Simpson, which is a question mark for Richard Simpson. I don't know why. It's just a question mark. You might do, not have done it. Do you not know the controversy about Rich, Rich Simpson? No, I don't. Can you uh, tell me? So Rich Simpson was a guy, uh, we did a show on him a while back, and basically he was this like, athlete who basically was like multi-sports athlete, and he'd like his rate of improvement was ridiculous. Um, mm -hmm. And... Like he was like he was like a, a runner, a boxer. Um, he did a whole bunch of stuff. And anyway, Rich Simpson claimed to have done Hubble, but I think there's a question mark on it because there are no witnesses, Proofs. or there's like a video uh. of it, but it's all cut up together kind of thing. Um, ah, I remember like okay. a couple of years ago, we tried to get in touch with the BLA and the filmmaker, and they weren't having any of it. So that's why <laughs> there's a question mark around him. Okay, so to Richard Simmons question mark, Steve McClure, Alex Magos, and then Will Bosey. I was one of the first people to belay Will Bosey on Hubble way back in the day. Because we were at Raventour filming with the, um, uh, the, uh, what was going to be the Revo, the Wild Country Revo. So we filmed this little sequence. Oh, you were there, we filmed it, didn't we? No, so, I wasn't there, I wasn't there. I think you were with Matthew, maybe. Or Johan, possibly. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the two. But yeah, I remember him trying that and getting so close. But he went back after that uh, and did it. So what's interesting is, okay, so if you look at 20 repeats for Action Direct, six or seven for Hubble, you'd think that Hubble is going to be harder, right? Because it's had way less ascents and therefore perhaps legitimately a 9A rather than that 8C+. But I think it goes a bit deeper than this because Action Direct's in the Franken era. It's yeah. a heck of a climbing area. Everyone knows it. it's like a destination. And it's also become a test piece. You know, it's like, yeah, you're a pro. Have you climbed Action Direct? Whereas Hubble is weird. 
Like I, I love, I love Raven Tour. It's one of my favourite crags in the world. But I also hate it, and I would never travel <laughs> to Raven Tour from another country. Okay, I know this is going to get some stick in the comments, but it is a weird crag. It's yeah. a weird crag. You have to admit that. So I think that. And also the move in Hubble is just hideous. You know, you have to really be wanting to commit yourself to one of the nastiest moves, the most physical moves you've ever done, train specifically for that, just to do Hubble. All for an 8C plus tick, potentially. You see what I mean? So it's mm. like the commitment for Hubble is way more than action direct. And that's yeah. why I think it hasn't been climbed as many times. I don't think it's necessarily harder. I just think the whole thing about Hubble makes it less popular, perhaps, for pro climbers. So the, the short answer, what is the world's first 9A is action direct, but the, 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 the little tweak around Hubble I really like. And because I'm an English-British climber, I would like Hubble to be the first 9A. Do you know what I mean? Like part of me really wants that to be it yeah. because it's such a weird little route. I've stood right underneath it and looked at it. I, I cannot see the holds on the thing when you look at it. Um, so yeah, so action direct is the short answer. The long answer is fingers crossed Hubble. <laughs> but like as in as in now, like because Hubble isn't hasn't been mm. like officially upgraded, right? It kind of sits at what eighty plus nine A. Yeah, exactly. It's it's everywhere's like it's considered to probably be the world's first nine A, but no one's really stuck their neck out to sort of be like it definitely is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's nice. It's good. It's good. I yeah. kind of like had an idea of that, but um, because obviously there's a lot of history kind of around that Franken Euro hard sport climbing Wolfgang Gulick kind of period. Mm -hmm. But there's obviously yeah. like a huge amount like about Ben Moon and uh, Jerry Moffat and that kind of scene as well. So, yeah, it's good to know. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, Ben Moon doing that problem. You know what I'm amazed by? Steve McClure's ascent of it, because I don't see him as sort of a boulderer. You know what I mean? But he uh, he did it. Well, no, sorry, I don't see him as a... Uh, sport climber. No, well, no, I see him as a sport climber. I see him as an endurance athlete. Yeah. Whereas Hubble is so short, so powerful, like kind of in my head, you know, that's, that's not his route. So I think that's super impressive that he managed to tick that. Definitely, definitely. Nice one, Matt. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the, for the, for the update. Right. <laughs> well, what have we got? Have we got any mead, mead jars? We do have some media. Uh, first up, I am going to show you a little clip of a film that we've got coming up with Jonathan Segrist, which is being released this week. Uh, it's about his ascent, first ascent, in uh, of a hundred proof in Las Vegas. His little clip. See that there's a lot of good stuff here in Vegas. <laughs> I've seen him trying this project that he kind of resurrected and extended, moved some bolts on. And uh, I've seen him try it over the last couple of years. And, you know, last fall, he, uh, he got in touch with me. You know, in not so many words, he kind of said, there's a few projects that I maybe would be willing to part with now that I've got this whole family thing going on. So he kept a few things to himself. But one thing that he let go was this thing called Smoke Wagon. So that is uh, Jonathan Segrist, First Ascent, 90 plus, 100 proof, Las Vegas cave. What's not to like? Ah, everything. Everything's to like. Everything's we, I haven't seen Jonathan in ages. I miss him. He he did say something about um, about you in his last email. Did he? No. Did he? Did he? Oh, oh, you got my hopes up there. Thanks. Man. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, it's not true. My my jazz is I wanted to talk about uh, Jakob Schubert because we put out a show on Monday, which we followed him around Studio Blockmaster semi-finals. Yeah. Uh, and and this clip I want to show you is awesome because you couldn't write it in. I, I'll I'll show you, but two seconds to go, this happens. Check this out. 
I was just like risking it all and um, yeah I mean I was lucky enough uh, to still top it because that kept me in the game at that moment because yeah I mean I knew I had to do a lot of boulders and gave me some psych for the next boulders I mean if I wouldn't have even gotten the bonus on that one it would have destroyed the whole semi-final for me I think Wow Jakob you dreamy yeah. dreamy man yeah, it was so funny watching that live because he got he, he did the dyno, he's hanging on, and it's almost like the only point where he suddenly started speeding up is when he heard the beeps, and it was almost like he was like, oh, oh yeah, oh crap, I've got to do this, and then he just smashed through this boulder, two seconds ago, matched it, boom, awesome moment, and it's, uh, it's a good show. So go and watch that if you want to see sort of like a very behind-the-scenes look at an athlete working their way through a series of boulders. Very nice, very nice. Uh, nice. Cool, any other media anything else to talk about? Don't think so. I got comment of the week and shop stuff. Let's do shop stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Go All right. For it. So we're doing this series of, of I'm not going to call it a sale. I'm going to call it a climbing bonanza lockdown discounts. Yes, that's it. Um, every three days, three or four days, we're changing the category of it. So we've had climbing shoes. We've had yeah, what else have we had? We've had black diamond gear, loads of stuff. And now it's the time of ropes. So it's 15% of all ropes on the Epic TV shop. You just enter the code ROPEGUN15 when you're in the checkout and you get 50% off everything. So it might be a bit weird to sort of think about buying ropes now while we're inside, but a couple of weeks we might be allowed outside. Get yourself a new rope. Now's the time because once that discount goes and it finishes tonight at 12 p.m., once that's gone, that is it on the ropes. So grab it right now if you're watching this. Hurry up and get one before that uh, discount deal thing goes away. Nice. Thanks, Thanks Epic TV Shop. <laughs> Providing ropes cheaply. You like Thank me you. and my ropes. Yes, um, yes. Okay, so comment of the week. What have you got? Yes. I've gone, uh, so you know we're talking about vegan uh, clothing and shoes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Martin on the wall. So I was talking about how pineapple leaves can be used as clothes, apparently. You can like break them down, use the fibers for that to make clothes. Uh, and Martin on the wall just commented, oh, this, is, this makes me laugh, uh, alpineapple jacket. Wow, Alpine very apple, good. A, a pineapple, just Martin. That's right, I love up your, you. that's right up your path isn't it i love a pun and i love a pun when it's as funny as that so thank you martin comment of the week maybe smile oh we got to do a comment of the week jingle oh yeah you ready no, we haven't yeah but let's we do, do it now mid midway okay mid, mid mid jingle ready okay ready three yo. two one go comment, yo, yo, comment, comment, come on come on come on come on the week yo comment comment just went uk grime uh yes that was nice i like that i i got i got an aura specter from you there <laughs> Where's Stormzy uh, right. when you need him? Where's Vossipop? Yeah. We haven't listened to that in ages. That used to be our like staple car journey on the road, Vossipop. Don't know why, but it was great. Yeah, it was. That's a tune. That's a tune. Right, mine yeah. is from uh, Vic, uh, Vic Viscol, and he says, "As much as I love the empty room looking backgrounds, you should try out some of those cool backgrounds you see on those video conference apps. You could use on-topic stuff like mountains or climbing gyms, or just have fun right. with it." Uh, I didn't do that because uh, I don't no. know how and I haven't got a green screen but what I did do is I put some plants behind me I don't know if you probably noticed I've uh, I've made it all flashy and nice there's plants I've got plants basically behind me I've got nice light there I've got right. like look I've got some nice flowers there I've got like epic TV t-shirts but like the, before there was empty coat hangers now there is stuff 
Right, see, I feel like you're shafting me because you keep saying, look, I can't see you because I'm staring down a camera right now, not looking at you. Well, so either, either, can the, I, either can the podcast listeners, so I apologise for you guys, you can't see, but if you want to really want to see what my room looks like, go on, the, go on the YouTube channel. But for the YouTube guys, you're in for a real treat because oh. what you're seeing and what you've been seeing is a clean-shaven Hugo with nice background. Nice. Uh, I so feel like you've jumped the gun on me here because I've still got coats going on. I have not made a particular effort with the background. I've got some bananas on the table, but uh, right. I so just next I week... listen to the people, Matt, and you know that that <laughs> no, allows me to you know do stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to one up you next week. Next week, I'm not going to tell you, but I'm going to have the best background you've ever seen. I mean, if you could and... beat this, I would be very very surprised because all right, all right. this is spectacular. Okay, greenery. We'll see, we'll How, see. Have you got any greenery? I've got nothing. I've got jackets. I didn't know we were doing this. But next week, I will upgrade my background. Okay, this is it. All right. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's going to be. It's going to be spectacular. Possibly, maybe. Spectacular. I look. I'm looking Mm. forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing it. At the moment, what am I looking at? We we got your red door. You you got you got bathroom door there. Oh, I've got, got my red. That's actually my. That's my main door. I've got a red. Oh, yeah. I've got my red door. Some coats. Uh, my nice. desk with a banana on it. Um, and also, I've got, I've got this, this key bowl with what looks like a condom. I'm just holding it up to the screen. You can't see this. It's not a condom. It's black diamond, pure chalk gold. But I just wanted to, like, you no, know, anticipate the Now available at the, the Epic TV shop. Is it? I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Why yeah. wouldn't it be? There you go. Yeah. Safety first, kids. Don't dry fire. Right. That's it. <laughs> we done? Go get a rope. 15% off. <laughs> yes. Bargain. If anyone's watching this and they want to rehear our voices, all of these new shows are going on the podcast, okay? So a couple of days after the new show, we're shoving it up on the podcast. So everything that we're talking about now, if you fancy kicking back, just listening to our voices rather than seeing visuals, go onto the podcast, have a little look at that, leave us a comment, subscribe, do all the things because that podcast is ticking along every single week. So go check I've, it out. I've got to admit, I did listen to the podcast. I listened to it rather than listen to, uh, watching it and I, mm-hmm. I much preferred it. Oh, there we go. It was a lot Sorry, nicer just listening to us than having to watch us as well. I mean, I'm hoping oh, my well, background will, you know, help that, yeah. but I'm not sure about Matt's. Maybe we can just make Matt a little bit smaller. I didn't know. I'm oh, sorry. Matt. I, I, next week. You'll wait. Next week. Next I week. did kind of sandbaggy, didn't I? Yes, totally. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right, man. Thank you so much. And I will see you, well, later on today. But for the, for the use of YouTube, I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.